Welcome. This is the after the sale episode. Uh, uh, January 25th and 26th of 2005 was the uh, sale, the consummation of the sale of Beckett Publications. The first thing they did was change the name to Beckett Media. They, they didn't really, it's a technicality, but they didn't buy the company. They just bought uh, substantially all the assets of the company. They didn't buy the cards and the art, but the, all the stuff they needed to make the magazines and make the books. Uh, they didn't need the cards because they already had all the, the images from uh, the, the previous books and magazines. And then going forward, they, they had their own stuff. So I was, uh, I don't know that I was relieved uh, the day after selling the company. Uh, I, I knew what I was retiring from, but as I've advised other men that get to their 50s and 60s and 70s, you know, I, I wasn't positive what I was retiring to. I already had, um, you know, I had a life outside of uh, sports cards and outside the company, but um, a substantial part of, of my energy was going toward uh, uh, being involved with cards, uh, with the publishing and the grading and all this stuff like that. So uh, my life's different now. I think it's it's different better in uh, in respect of... Uh, what it was those last few years before I sold. Like I said, I didn't really enjoy being a CEO as much as I'd enjoyed being a more of a hands-on COO or president or uh, being involved uh, with the, the pricing guys and hitting, hitting shows. And, and just uh, that was, uh, th- that was the peak of my enjoyment, but I really love being a pro bono consultant. Now that's, that's mainly what I do. I, I help organizations and leaders with the uh, issues they have. And, um, uh, a lot of it is based on successes I had, but it's a surprising amount of advice I can give that are based on failures and things that happened to me that um, that I don't want to happen to other people. Uh, one mistake I made, uh, just as I'm uh, reflecting back, is that on January, let's see, 25th, 26th was when the company was sold. Uh, shortly thereafter, and one of the th- one of the things the acquirer said is, uh, you know, I understand that when you get this money from us you're planning to give bonuses to your employees. And we, we really applaud that. That's really nice. You don't have to do that, but I know they'll appreciate it. But we want you to tell us how much money you gave to each employee. And I thought, well, I, they probably could figure it out. Or uh, again, I it's, you know, that's just a, a little bit awkward. I said, okay. Well, friends, I that was a mistake because when, when they got that schedule of, uh, everybody got a bonus, but some people got more than others. It was based on uh, quantity of work, quality of work, seniority, excellence, um, lots of different factors. So it was kind of subjective. But the new company took that bonus schedule and ranked the people from who got the biggest bonus to who got the smallest bonus. Now, the smaller bonuses were people that had been there a lot less time, some even less than a year, or they were in lower salary positions. Well, the acquirer basically took that bonus schedule and cut uh, a lot of the people that were that were at the near the bottom of that bonus schedule. And it, I, I can't. I, it was after <laughs> the smoke had cleared, but and that was upsetting to me. But their logic, in hindsight, was this guy's run this company for twenty plus years. He he knows the people. He appreciates the people. He even loves the people. But uh, some he loves more than others, and the ones that are getting the smallest bonus, he must not love them very much, or they must not be very good. And so, if we're looking for who to, if we want to uh, immediately cut uh, some payroll, that's where we're going. And so, I I just felt horrible about that. So that did happen. I don't know that it was exactly ten percent of the employees, but you've heard of that being done at times. So that was um, 
<laughs> not not a happy day for me. But again, I'd sold the company. I wasn't in charge anymore. They they paid the money, earned the right to run the company that we wanted to. And as many of you know, the company was resold uh, five years later to another group. So even though I was trying to find a group that was uh, benevolent and uh, and kind and and sharp. Uh, and, and they, for the most part, were. But then five years later, it's being resold, and I, I have no say in that. And that's the current group that that runs it. But uh, you know, I loved being in the hobby before I had the company, and then when I had the company, it became a business. And now, for the last fifteen years, it's no longer a business that I own or I'm involved in day to day at all. So it's it's back to being a hobby. But they bought my name, so I can't be Beckett. Uh, I guess I, I can be Beckett Interests, and I can be myself. I can be a person. But I can't start a company called Beckett Sports Cards uh, because they've they've bought that. They bought uh, they they paid for a non compete, which wasn't perpetual, but was for like five years. But I I really wasn't that much interested in in uh, in competing anyway. I wanted to be helpful, uh, especially when the first group had bought the company those first few years, and the the new CEO came in, the guy that I that I that I had known of and had a close uh, uh, mutual friend. Uh, he turned out to be, I think, really good. Uh, he wasn't he was different from me in some interesting ways that allowed the uh, my my team, my former employees, to appreciate him and his his uh, different kind of excellence. But he was uh, he was a really sharp guy, and so. Uh, I was still officing in the building for a year and a half after that because because I just was that was just part of the deal, um, and during that time the new CEO would would I would never I would never step on his toes so I wouldn't go to meetings I wouldn't be looking over his shoulder, and he would be very careful and conscious of not uh, appearing to consult me if there was a problem. But sometimes it's six o'clock or six thirty after everybody was gone. He'd knock on my door and say, "Hey, what's going on? What's what's the story about this?" So he didn't want to have any uh, appearance of of the fact that he wasn't in charge, and he was in charge. And like I say, he did a, I think he did an excellent job. But then the the new, then it was uh, resold. Uh, when I was uh, after about a year and a half, the office lease was up, and so they moved on. When they moved, I moved to another office. So that was another chapter in my life. So I was no longer officing with my old teammates. They were in a different building. It's it's where they are now. And I moved to another office uh with uh, with some with some friends, with some close friends and and you know again took the furniture uh, that I had uh, set aside and, and all that. And then after a few years after that I'd I'd um, you know I got involved with ComC as a as a mainly to sell some of the stuff. I just I have a bunch of stuff and I I I you can't I mean, I just had a very long tail type of collection, and it, again, it's just it's just better to sell it and get in the hands of somebody that would appreciate it and they can see it, they can they can make an offer, and I still see the the you know over those well, it's been fifteen years again, it's still amazing. And I'd see the guys. I didn't go to shows very much. I always went to the national, but I didn't really go to uh, that many other shows. There weren't as many local shows, but I'd, I'd see the guys, the price guide guys especially, and and uh, you know go over and have lunch every once in a while and. You know, I've started doing these uh, uh, dinners last uh, five years or so, and uh, I'll say this: the the uh, the podcast. I'm I wish I had I, I wish I had embarked on that sooner. I guess podcasting as a, as a, as an art as a science has been emerging a little bit more each year. There's some great podcasts out there for for um, uh, for this uh, for this industry, but uh, it's been a, a great opportunity to connect with some of my. Uh, my uh, my star employees, my favorite employees, my teammates that uh, that I worked with so closely for so many years, and uh, so to get together and record a podcast has been has been cool. You know, I forgot to thank the sponsors. 
<laughs> Again, I, I probably would still be doing this if I didn't have any sponsors, but the sponsors have really uh, made it fun, and I really appreciate their faith in me because at this point, I'm an old-timer. Again, 15 years uh, ago, selling the company to almost to the day. But uh, uh, Beckett.com, uh, Beckett Media was, uh, was the first uh, sponsor, and then I really wanted to make a special effort to make sure that BGS and BAS are included in some of the other kinds of things that uh, – we're going on there, ComC, because I've I had enjoyed their service, Burbank Sports Cards and Mike Stadium Sports Cards, because I wanted I wanted to be able to compare and contrast different approaches for card shops, Heritage Auctions, as well as Huggins and Scott Auctions, same thing, two very different uh, approaches, but uh, both ones that I had um, uh, had positive dealings with, and then Thompson, Panini, and Upper Deck, they were the the three main. There are many other sponsors I could have, but I thought, you know, I'm just going to try these and, and see. And so that's that's been fun. So uh, one of these days, maybe I'll add another sponsor, subtract one. But again, I just really appreciate the fact that, uh, that uh, I guess, it, more important than, than sponsors, though, perhaps are listeners. So I had some great uh, uh, for, uh, friends, old longtime friends who let me know they're listening and are enjoying it. So um, I hope it's as a, as, a, as a broad appeal. It's a little bit of oral history. Again, I really want to be... Um, be uh, responsive to uh, those of you who have uh, uh, questions or or uh, topics. So just send to me at drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, James, J-A-M-E-S, and pretty obvious. And Beckett, you, if you can't spell Beckett, that's not a good thing in this industry. So um, when I sell on ComC or go to a show, I have a certain approach. And again, this is after the sale of the company. It's just, I had a time when I was running the company where I really couldn't buy or sell cards. It just would have been a conflict of interest. And it's, and, but before I had the company, I could do that and I enjoyed doing that. And so uh, I don't want to do that on some massive level, but on uh, a level that's fun for me, I'm not cornering the market on anything. I, I don't, again, most of the cards I had were kind of like type cards so I've, I've, I don't have quantity of any one thing, but I've got some stuff that I've enjoyed uh, allowing people to uh, to kind of, uh, well, make an offer on, like I say. Uh, my dealings with Beckett Media are are generally very positive. I have, uh, again, I'm not uh, over there all the time, but when I am over there, it's uh, delightful to see the guys. I love what Eric's doing. Uh, Brian Fleischer's working hard. Jeremy Murray and the grading grading team. It's just a lot of good stuff going on. Um, and so what's my relationship to Beckett Media now? Well, I'm, I'm just kind of a, they say I'm an advisor, but it's, it's, that's probably not the, the best word for it, but they do. Uh, how do I put this? I, they, they, I believe they treat me right, but I'm, I'm special, but I'm not that special. In other words, I get, if I have a, some, if, if I have cards, I want to get graded for, Again, just to see what they grade out at or, or, um, or for protection. And I do have some of those. Uh, I get best customer rates. I don't get free grading. Uh, I don't get, uh, same day turnaround. In fact, I, I don't, I think from what I can tell, I'm getting a similar turnaround to what most of you are experiencing if you do the uh, non-guaranteed service. Cause it's, and it's not days and it's not weeks and it's, it's months, but I, I'm not complaining. Uh, and I'm, I'm also not complaining that I'm certainly not getting any favoritism on grades. I'm, it's just pointing out that I'm not able to scrutinize a card to know the difference between a seven and an eight 
four and eight and a nine. I mean, I can see if something's a six as opposed to a nine, but from one grade apart, I'm, I have trouble. So the question I get asked a lot is, do you miss the good old days? And the answer for anybody that's my age or that was very involved in the hobby is yes, I miss the good old days, even though the, these good new days are, um, uh, it's it's terrific what's going on. The, the hobby has has gotten much more dynamic, increasingly in the last few years, and I hope that is a is a long ride. A lot of energy, a lot of uh, new blood, a lot of uh, money chasing chasing new and old cards. And then the final question that I get that I don't get as much now, but I used to get is it are you going to buy the company back? Are you interested in buying? And and I, my answer always was no. And and frankly, my answer was no. Before they even said what the what would the price be, uh, at some point, the, the the problem is it's kind of like with cards is that if the price would be low, then you'd wonder well what's wrong. <laughs> if the card price is too low, you'd think well maybe there's uh, some some uh, uh, some uh, some damage there in some way. So so I never really got into that. I I really wish the new owners well, just like the ones I sold to, and then this uh, successor group, uh, you know, they have their own approach. They've earned the right to do that. Uh, I, I I want them to be successful, but I, I certainly want them to be successful in the right way with with uh, treating the customers and the employees and all that stuff right. So uh, my goal is to do the best I can do uh, to have uh, fun with this podcast and to uh, disclose or reveal or share some of these uh, stories, uh, some historical as well as some of these interviews of with uh, people that are that are more timely. So we've got all that coming up. Like I said, email me if you've got interest in topics that are not being covered. At this point, after more than 100 episodes, I've got lots of different types of episodes. Um, let me know what you like so I can do more of that. Let me know what you don't like so I can uh, uh, shorten them up. So again, thanks for doing this. Thanks for the uh, walk down memory lane and what it was like after the sale. It's it's like watching... Uh, it's not like watching a kid graduate from college or something, but it's... it's um, you know the company grew up and uh, and is uh, marching out on its own, and uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the employees are working hard, and the leadership's trying to do the best they can. So, hats off to them. Thank you for listening. Be back again tomorrow with another less personal episode.